There's a saying in medicine that is often taught to medical students and house staff that the patient is the one with the disease, and the doctor should never forget that. But what happens when it's really the patient's family who is presenting with the disease? You're listening to ReachMDXM 157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Shira Johnson, your host, and with me today is Dr. Larry Robbins. Dr. Robbins is Assistant Professor of Neurology at Rush Medical College and Director of the Robbins Headache Clinic in Northbrook, Illinois. He's the author of two books, Headache Health and also Management of Headache and Headache Medications. In 2008, he was named as the Pain Physician of the Year, and he has consistently been named as one of Chicago's top doctors and one of America's top doctors. Today, we're discussing a very interesting disorder, Munchausen Syndrome by proxy, Dr. Robbins, always a pleasure. Thank you for being with us again. Well, thank you for having me again. What is Munchausen syndrome by proxy? Well, Munchausen syndrome, which was named for Baron von Munchausen from the 1700s, who exaggerated his travels, actually. Munchausen syndrome is in DSM. It's a subset of factitious disorder. And it's a syndrome where people are attention-seeking not seeking money, usually, or drugs, but more, much more attention or hospitalization by introducing something into their system to create illness or seizures, etc. And then the very well-known now Munchausen syndrome by proxy, which is not officially in DSM, where there's a caregiver, usually it's a child and the mother, is making the child sick by various means and garnering attention for the mother by doing that. So are there subtypes of Munchausen syndrome by proxy? There are, and there's also, of course, the spectrum of severity with mild, moderate, and severe. They talk about chronic Munchausen and episodic Munchausen. And what we're talking about today, which is what I think is really underdiagnosed, is mild Munchausen's by proxy which is not where the mother, I say the mother because 95% of the time it is the mother. Sometimes, occasionally it's the father or grandparents or nanny or some other person, but usually it's the mother. With true Munchausen's by proxy, it's a severe form of child abuse, actually, where they're introducing poison or making the kid sick or suffocating the child or leading to multiple hospitalizations, surgeries, etc., And I think those get diagnosed, those get reported to departments of regulation or child and family services. But the mild Munchausen's by proxy really is where the mom is embellishing symptoms or making up symptoms, dragging the kid around to multiple doctors, but not necessarily introducing dangerous things into the child's system, such as poison or giving the kid fevers. So it's really a milder form. How prevalent is the milder form? I mean, this sounds like something pediatricians should be aware of, or maybe they are, and maybe some of us are not. I think that it's more prevalent than anybody talks about. We don't know the exact prevalence of Munchausen's by proxy. It's been estimated one UK study showed two or three out of 100,000 kids had Munchausen's by proxy. But the conservative estimates are 400 to 800 new cases in the United States a year. It's probably higher. It tends to be underreported of Munchausen's by proxy. But mild Munchausen's, where the mom basically is keeping the kid at home for their own good, and it's younger kids and older kids, typically Munchausen's by proxy is a younger infant or three years old is about the average age. But I think that the milder Munchausen's by proxy, where 
The mom's keeping the kid at home. Where I see it in my little corner of the world is with headaches or pain. I think it's older kids, too. And it's just not thought of as a form of Munchausen's by proxy, so it's not reported. Now, it doesn't only occur in children, right? Can it, isn't it also sometimes demonstrated in others who are caregivers? Yes, it can be if you're caregiving for an older mom and you, and you want a lot of attention. If you're caregiving for a, a sick spouse who's had a stroke, etc. But that's much less common, at least much less reported than with children's Munchausen's by proxy. So how might some of these cases present? What should a practicing physician, even if you're not a pediatrician, but what should a practicing physician be aware of? What do you see? The mom and the kid may come in with a variety of medical records and unexplained illnesses. When the mom says, nobody can figure this out and they've been to 100 clinics, we always think about it. We look, does the objective evidence fit the subject of complaints? Are there a lot of complaints, but nobody's ever witnessed anything? Has there any been uh, witnessing of the symptoms? I think you look at the medical records, but the affect of the mom, when the mom is trying to paint a picture of a very sick child, and sometimes you'll have the child protest in their own way and give you a better picture, or I bring the child into the other room and they give me a different picture of the whole scenario, and the mom will come up with an excuse saying, well, he just knows that because he's heard us talking, et cetera, et cetera. Usually in these families, the mom is the dominant figure and rules the roost and often has a personality disorder, and the kids may have a dependent personality, and it fits. But the kid knows that if they contradict the mom in the doctor's office or with a medical doctor or professional, there's going to be a lot to pay later, so they tend not to do it. So once again, it goes back to ask the patient ask the patient what's wrong with them, and often they'll tell you, right? Absolutely. We need to talk to the kid. But often in these situations, you talk to the child, and the mom answers. And they really are very domineering and won't let the child answer. For those of you just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM 157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Shira Johnson. And I'm speaking today with neurologist Dr. Larry Robbins, and our topic is Munchauser syndrome by proxy. So what does a physician do if he suspects Munchausen by proxy? Well, if you suspect the true normal form that we talk about, Munchausen's by proxy, where it's fairly severe, we need to get therapists involved. We need usually to alert child and family services and get other villagers involved. I always say it takes a village to raise a severe personality disorder patient, it certainly would take a village to raise a Munchausen's patient or by proxy. You need to get therapists involved to get their opinion. Now, it's not as clear what to do, I think, with milder Munchausen's by proxy. We certainly want to get therapists involved. The question always comes up, do we report to child and family services? And I think with the very milder forms, it's a case-by-case basis where the physician has to make the assessment is this child going to be better off in the long run, reporting or not reporting? But normally we do are under obligation to report because Munchausen's by proxy, where the caregiver, 95% of the time it is the mom, is really making the kid very sick psychiatrically and medically. We need to report it. Is there ever denial on the part of the treating physician that they don't even want to go here because you're uncovering a tip of an enormous iceberg and what if you're wrong? I mean, is there some resistance to really, you know, seeing what you're dealing with? I think there's a lot of resistance on some physicians' parts for a number of reasons. 
One is the parents may be nice or come across that way, and they have a relationship, and they don't want to ruffle feathers. Another is sometimes they realize the mother may be a borderline personality, and they're worried legally. They don't want to incur the wrath of the mother because she's tough. But also they have a relationship. And so you have a relationship with somebody, and if you think, well, this is Munchausen by proxy. I'm going to have to report them to Child and Family Services. It's tough. And a lot of doctors just don't want to come across as the bad guy. There's a number of reasons to deny it. And the patients and the moms are not tough. You have a number of patients when you have a Munchausen by proxy. You have the child, the mom, you also have the dad, and you have the other siblings. And so it's a whole complex family dynamic that is difficult because as much as we want to get therapists involved, sometimes it's tough doing that. So you mentioned the mother may be domineering. What what else goes into the relationship? What's some more of the dynamics that might lead you to suspect this diagnosis? Well, classically, they talk about a certain personality of the mother, but I don't think that everybody follows those rules. Some mothers are just very calm and attentive and just seem overly concerned about the child but nice. Others can be hostile and angry. If somebody is very sick psychiatrically, with a severe personality disorder, they may come across just very hostile towards the doctor and staff and medical profession, but usually they're going along. These parents, the mothers, are very good liars, and that's the crux of this syndrome is they're excellent at lying, but they've been practicing this usually often their whole life, and sometimes with their own medical histories themselves, they've had a Munchausen syndrome to get attention. So they know that they better be nice, otherwise nobody's going to do the tests and hospitalize the child. So they come across pretty nice. There's a variety of personality types, though, that come across, but generally many of these parents have personality disorders. So if it's mild, and you said most of the cases you see may be mild, it may be annoying, it may be the child's getting dragged around doctor to doctor, but if it's more severe, obviously, there is some mortality rate involved for the children. Absolutely. There's quite a significant mortality and morbidity. One study that looked at cases of SIDS concluded that 10% actually were purposeful suffocation by the mother. And so suffocation, drowning, poisoning, these children will die, and it's not that unusual. You're dealing really with a very, very sick psychiatric condition on the mother's part. As much as 10% of SIDS, really? That was one study, and I don't want to always blame the mother. The mothers always seem to be blamed in, in all of our studies, but we do have to think about it, particularly with serial Munchausens. There have been some cases of Munchausens during pregnancy. One woman had five straight late-term abortions where she was inducing them herself with bleeding and ending up hospitalized because she wanted the attention. Tell us about, maybe if you can, one of those cases that you've seen, maybe one that had a good outcome or maybe one that didn't have a good outcome. I've seen about six cases of mild Munchausen's by proxy, and that's in 22 years, mostly involving children who were 10 to 15 years old with headaches, kept at home because of the headaches, and dragged around to many, many clinics and hundreds of tests. And the, the headaches were greatly embellished by the parent I did have one case with a father who had just divorced the mother of this 12-year-old son. The mother was very sick psychiatrically, so was not in the picture, and the father and son lived together. And it was very sick. He, he had the kid at home, the 12-year-old, 
claiming with severe headaches, but the kid was actually cleaning and cooking just like a wife. And they would go on dates on Friday night and then go to a movie. I never figured out if anything sexually was going on. And therapists got involved. They interrupted it somewhat. And the kid eventually did very well going to college because we did a parentectomy and got rid of the father's influence as much. And the son actually did fairly well. But that was a bizarre situation that I wasn't even sure talking to the kid that he really had headaches and he was on homebound for several years. So it's not always the mother. And in this situation, therapy did help and they allowed us to do some form of family therapy. Larry, again, thank you for being my guest today. We've been discussing Munchausen syndrome by proxy. And I'm Dr. Shira Johnson. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM 157, the channel for medical professionals. We'd like to hear from you with comments or suggestions. You can listen to our full library of podcasts by visiting us at ReachMD.com. Use the password radio and get six months of free streaming live. Thank you, as always, for listening.